All right, this is Brent Leary, and I am chilling at the Salesforce Analyst Summit in San Francisco. I'm kind of really not glad to be here because it's like 10 degrees in Atlanta right now. <laughs> it's 60 degrees here, a little rainy, but that's okay. I'm also chilling with Leah McGowan here from Salesforce. Leah, uh, I don't want to butcher your title, so please tell folks what your title is. Uh, Leah McGowan here, Director in Tech and Products, Salesforce. Very cool. and. We're going to talk a lot about tech, and yes. we're going to talk about development and opportunities, and yeah. kind of what Salesforce is doing in that area. Absolutely. But before, and then maybe we'll play a little piano song. Well, maybe we'll do a little piano. <laughs> and I, I played it for six years. All right now. Chopsticks. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but give us a little of your personal background. First. Um, well, I um, graduated with undergrad in computer science back in 19... <laughs> and uh, my graduate is in technology and education. I worked for Anderson Consulting uh, in New York City and transferred out to San Francisco, then uh, became a developer for PeopleSoft. And um, after doing that, I then fell into a career of training, training developers how to build and code using PeopleSoft's proprietary language. Um, And then after the bear hug from Oracle, (laughs) I left and had my own company for a couple years while going to grad school. Uh, where I was basically doing um, PeopleSoft conversions. People were going from, if anybody remembers, Tesseract systems, file-based systems, onto um, PeopleSoft. And I kind of led that conversion and data mapping. And Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it was tedious. Nobody likes it, but you can make money off yeah, of it. That's right. And yeah. So you've been in the tech game for a long time. For a long time, for a long time. And now in Salesforce and cloud computing, and I started off as a trainer, then became content strategist. Now I'm a director and developer evangelism. And talk a little bit about what it means to evangelize technology, particularly because you know, Salesforce is a, is a big company. There's lots of opportunities. But what does it mean from a, a perspective of what could a potential developer do with Salesforce? Well, I think um, it's interesting you ask that, Brent, because when I came on to the Salesforce scene, I had come from ERP, ERP systems, right? On-premise, ERP, and that development mindset is very different than developing an account cloud computing multi-tenant environment. So I had come from where resources were, like, you know, not to geek out too much, I could write like uh, select star, right? Oh, and wow. pull in everything, and I'm having a direct connection with the database, pull in, you know, 500 fields, and I might use two, right? I could be mm. that wasteful. <laughs> when you come over to multi tenancy and developing here in the cloud, you know, you have to be efficient with your memory space because it's shared. So there is no select star. You have to explicitly state what fields you want, mm. right? So it had to change my narrative on how I developed. And now I like to think of it as I'm a better developer because I'm a green developer. I'm not wasteful with my space. So it took a minute to understand that um, yeah. uh, coming into the tech space. But th- we'll talk a little bit about, you know, you were at it years ago. How has it changed from a perspective of a developer or in the cloud area compared to what it was like back in the day? Well, I think back in the day, well, and I can't even say because some people are still on-premise, but there was so much more you had to worry about. You had to think about infrastructure, right? So I actually had to build my tables and then talk to my tables. A lot of that infrastructure has been taken away, and I need not worry about that. And I can really, truly focus on innovation mm. and 
um, how to make my client, my customer experience as efficient for them. Right. Right. And um, it's really a different space. Like I remember, okay, I'm dating myself, but when I was <laughs> developing on mainframe, I mean, you had the choice of orange and green text, <laughs> right? There was no UI development, right? No, there was no UI. There was no UI. <laughs> and then when client server came in, you had these forms, and then people got crazy with it, with the flying gifts and all kind of madness going on. And so you started, as a developer, had to start thinking about UI development as well. And now, I mean, everything is at your fingertips. So to be a truly well-versed developer, you can't just code, right? Or you can't just be, I specialize in um, being effective in performance tuning in my Java writing, right? I mean, you can have those fields, but you have the opportunity to really go across the spectrum, you know? So it's um, there's a lot more choices. So developer is a very wide term these mm -hmm. days. Well, what's cool, it seems to me, is because you don't have to kind of start from ground one and, and be all in the bits and bytes, you're able to be more creative in your approach to it. Yes. Does that provide some additional opportunities for folks who may may not have been suitable or interested in back in the day mainframe? Yes, I, because you don't have to, to, to be as techie as Cody, right? Okay. So, you know, for example, and I'm, you know, I work for Salesforce, I'm not pushing our platform, but I kind of am, <laughs> but you have opportunities of creating apps, all clicks, no code. So you can come in there and it's point and click. You can come in and create an entire app from no code to low code, right? So that opens up who can be participate in this. So it's not limited to just this exclusive class of hardcore developers. Okay. And truth be told, a lot of the people that know the click side are sometimes more powerful than people that just know the code side, right? Because they know what is uh, what you're able to do right out of the box right. and how you can customize with clicks, no code, mm -hmm. whereas our developers might be coding stuff that was available right out of the box, <laughs> right? And I've seen those situations. Yeah. So it's and, it's, and it's less intimidating, right? So I encourage people, and there's a free online tool called Trailhead where people can learn these things. So it's really opening up the playing field. Right. People just got to go in and do the work. So one of the things that really caught my attention was when I was sitting at the Trailhead Conference and also when I was at Dreamforce last year, you were up there front and center and you were doing it. I mean, everybody knew that you, were, you knew what you were talking about, you had passion about it. And what is it going to take to, to get more people kind of looking like you <laughs> to be doing this kind of well, thing? Well, you know, and it's so interesting because people always say, you know, Leah, Oh, you're up there, and you're glamour. And I said, and they talk about branding. And I said, listen, this is what I tell people to focus on. Focus on adding value. Mm -hmm. And I promise everything else falls in place. I started rising, getting more visibility. I had already done the work, right? I've been in the classroom for years. I built, a lot of people knew me from teaching them and enabling others. Mm -hmm. I really, part of my career was really servicing others to help them better their career or better their company or better their customer experience. So it wasn't about, oh, me, me, me. It was about, let me show you how you can do this, right? So I really, like, master your skill. Do not be intimidated. Know your stuff. Mm -hmm. 
right? And help others because I'm telling you, it's infectious. And the people will people start marketing you for you, right? <laughs> uh, and I'm not saying just sit back and just wait for that to right. happen, but it's in truth, it's really about build your knowledge base. Because here's my thing, and anybody who works with me when I'm presenting, and they go, oh gosh, Leah, they, they know this is one thing I'm really hard about. If I'm presenting on a topic, I have to know it. I am not about smoke and mirrors. They'll be like, Leah, you don't need to. I go, yes, I do. I understand we're not going to that level of detail, but when I walk on stage and I'm talking about you know, AI and Einstein platform services and the APIs, I need to have coded in those. Though I may not even be talking about the code, but knowing I have that in my back pocket, knowing that I've worked with it at that level helps build my confidence. But what's really cool is when you're presenting uh, and every, you, you people know that you know your stuff, but you also have fun with it. And I think it, it makes the other people in the audience not only learn more, but enjoy it. And I think it would be great and let me ask you, how, what are the first steps for folks who may be great users of technology that really, they know apps inside and out, but really hadn't thought about, well, how can I actually develop some of this stuff? Right. What are some of the best ways for folks to get started doing that? Um, well, I mean, once again, going back to the Salesforce platform, I always say, go to Trailhead. Learn some of these. So if you are a Salesforce CRM user, right, Go out there on Trailhead and there's modules, how to customize. Mm. Start with Lightning, learning about Lightning experience, how to customize some of the Lightning pages, right? Um, changing that whole experience. And then you can see things start to click. It just takes a little bit. And then people just, all they need is a little flame mm. and they will take off, right? Yeah. And I definitely encourage you, explore, get yourself a DE org, right? Where you can go in there, developer, uh, addition org where you can go in there and play and you're not going to hurt anybody right mm. if you create a field or drop uh, there's so many resources out there and I encourage people instead of always being consumers look at being creators there you go right how can I create an app like that right how can I build it and you know go on the app exchange those are apps that people built mm -hmm. look at what's been created on the platform and when you're using things think of how it could be better and that's a place where you can say, well, how could I make that better? Right. So there are so many ways. It's, it's just a matter of how bad do you want it? And I know that's so cliche, but it really is. It's like if you want to, like right before I met you, this is how crazy I am. <laughs> right before I came here to, to meet you, I was like, okay, I might be a few minutes late, but i got to finish this badge. So I, did, <laughs> oh, I was on Trailhead finishing up a module so that I can get into the Apex Specialist Super Badge. Yeah, because they were talking about how over the holiday Christmas break, you over here working on badges. I'm a ranger over 100 <laughs> badges. Thank you very much. There I am go. a little bit of a geek. No, um, well, that's good. I think yeah. that's a good thing. And, you know, there we would we like to see more folks, a more diverse set of developers out there with. and you being real nice i like to see more black folks out there i like to see more folks that look like us i would like to not to be the only one mm -hmm. right i would like to be able to see people that look like me and i will do whatever i work with black girls code i volunteer oh, a lot to help build that pipeline i build i work with girls who code i work with another group called technovations mm -hmm. i work with the girl scouts so because i think it's so important for people like me, and there's there there are a, a few of us out there, but to expose yourself so that these young girls can see it, because if they can't see it, they can't achieve it. Right. It makes it a lot harder. I know in Oakland, I'm gonna be I'm one of the keynote speakers for the first 
all women of color conference in tech in Oakland. It's called wow. Tech in, Tech Tech Intersections, and their requirement for anybody teaching any of the tech courses. I mean, they're teaching Python, all these different ones. Wow. It had to be a woman, and it had to be a woman of color. That's awesome. So for my you know white counterparts that are allies, they have an ally workshop for them, but they're like, we want to be seen. We yeah, know they're out there. Yeah. So that was amazing for me. Um, Erica Baker is doing the, she's a well-known on Twitter. She was at Slack. I'm not sure where she is now. But she um, she's going to be doing the opening keynote, and I'm doing the closing keynote. And it's, and it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be amazing just to be in an environment where it's all women of color that's in awesome. tech. Yeah. Man, that's going to be powerful. That's great. Yeah. So where can people learn more about what you're up to, what you're doing? I'm on Twitter, at Leah, L-E-A-H. B M H. Um, so I, you know, I, I pretty much post stuff about, you know, Salesforce. Um, <laughs> I don't have any website yet. I should get on that, but yeah. You're a pretty busy person. <laughs> we'll let it slide. Thanks for your time. This has been great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah.